Welcome to Barely Audible Whisper Presents, improvised feature featuring whole world improv theater, where we produce feature stories based on the improvised characters of whole world actors. Today's improvised feature features our frontline heroes at the hospitals. For those of us healthcare professionals, truly, this is why we got into the business in the first place. Who have approached this situation with a brave combination of realism and professional optimism. If you have a will, now would be a great time to go ahead and update it. Um, again, we have everything under control. Like dedicated nurses who, though understaffed and working long shifts, do their best to take care of patients, even if they don't have the time to take care of themselves. Um, no, oh, oh, I'm awake, I'm awake. What, what, what was the question? As they deal with a near-constant influx of new patients. Um, I'm awake. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, um, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, we just had six more people come in. And it's not just the doctors and nurses. The rest of the hospital staff is overwhelmed as well. From the reception area... I don't know where people are in the hospital. I can't connect them to their numbers. We've had to, like, bring in so many beds. Some of the beds are in the cafeteria. Some of the beds are in the bathrooms. Um, we've got beds in the gift shop. To the cafeteria employees. They fought to put the beds uh, against a wall. Um, but uh, there's this one nurse, he keep coming and sleeping there, so I have to wake him up. I'm awake. Everybody is doing their best to pitch in. And I have no idea where these people are. <laughs> but, you know, I, I try to just pretend that I'm the loved ones answering the phone. I'll just ask for a description and then I'll just try to pretend to be them. That is, that is how it's going. If you say you want to see your grandma, um, I'll just go into... Oh, hello, sweetie! Oh. <coughs> and I'll, I'll cough. Most of the time I just answer and I cough and they hang up anyways. These medical professionals are having to deal with limited space. If, if you go back into the, the medical closets, we're, we're almost ready to put them back there. Limited personal protection? We have very little PPE. So with that, you know, I'd use household objects to serve as a mask using pillowcases. Um, old sheets would serve as a great, as a great resource. Um, even pairs of panties. And not enough basic medical supplies. Yeah, I know we're low on saline. Go to a nurse's lounge and start collecting tears. Some hospitals are so overwhelmed that they're having trouble keeping up with basic hospital services, such as delivering babies. Yeah, I took her into the hospital and they said, the best we can do for you is give you an iPad and uh, start on the floor and you'll have to deliver while we give you communications and directions throughout the iPad. So that's what I did, but they couldn't quite explain to me the umbilical cord. So I'm, I'm quite concerned that my baby's going to grow up and still be attached to his mother. Even as hospital staff work hard to ensure that spaces not ordinarily used for medical purposes meet medical standards. The plastic piece on the buffet table, I wipe it down with Windex uh, every hour. And they then the metal area where you slide your tray down, I wipe every two hours down with the Windex spray. So it 
still very safe. And take on responsibilities that go well beyond their job descriptions. Honestly, it's pretty hard because they're having me run the teledoc service as well. So not only am I um, assisting with the people that come in, I'm also telling people on the phone. And I just prescribe them whatever they ask for, honestly. If they tell me they got a bladder infection, I just give them some oxy and hope for the best. Everybody's doing the best that they can. If we're to have a guard of plastic or the buffet part, some people call it sneeze guard, it, uh, it's there. 100% cotton. Hanes underwear serves as a wonderful mask. Hey, have you ever had a triple shot espresso with Sacramento wine? And as staff is overworked and patients are dying alone, mental health is a grave concern. Hi, yeah, my name is Mark Towers, and I'm a professional sensitivity trainer. Uh, normally, my job is to go into big box corporations and work with the individuals, work with the team members, and say, how can we make this work? And I feel like just because these companies have temporarily shut down their businesses doesn't mean that we can't serve each other in the way that I serve people at my job. So what I like to do is go to hospitals and say, hey guys, it's me, it's Mark. And I want you to know, I support you. So from six feet away, I wanna help people really talk to them and say, you still got it, baby. A concern that's not being taken seriously enough to provide professionals who could help and is instead being taken too seriously by well-intentioned but in-the-way people such as this. It's the Reverend Bobby Johnson. And I, 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 I was preaching in my church and then all of a sudden I, I got the need to preach to the people at the hospital, the doctors, the patients, everything. So I'm volunteering my services and bringing the congregation down here to the hospitals and trying to preach the word of the Lord in the time of this coronavirus and everything. Just as the right kind of mental health can actually improve a patient's overall health, the wrong kind gets in the way. Let's think about what we did wrong. Okay, we're going to talk about how to be right, but let's talk about what went wrong. Remember that time you didn't wash your hands? Remember that time you opened a whole bunch of doors just for the heck of it? Let's think about that. And just as responsible spiritual guidance is important, irresponsible guidance gets in the way. We have holy oil that we put on the people that are passing out the crackers. We, we have communion going right now in the lobby of the hospital to, you know, to ease some of the patients' minds so that they'll know that if, that it's, if it's their time to go, they, they still have the lowest blood in their belly. I have to say that, um what the Reverend described does explicitly go against our recommendations and the recommendations of the CDC. And there is no literature that corroborates the claim that holy water will serve as a proper medication or a barrier to COVID-19. Yet even as the stories of our medical heroes warrant our appreciation and help us find perspective, there are some insurance company bureaucrats who seem incapable of perspective. Um, this is actually a really exciting time for me because I get to get up from behind the desk and really go meet some patients. And it just seems like all of the men are so much more serious right now. And that's really refreshing to see. 
and in spite of the heroism seen by most of the medical community, we found one OBGYN who skipped town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's really bad. But uh it's not my problem. But you know what? This COVID nineteen really <laughs> it's really messed up my whew, it is messed up my day to day routine, I can tell you that. The experience was traumatizing for my wife, myself, and our child. But the umbilical cord is still actually attached to both of them. They're tethered at the hip still, because I can't figure that part out over the computer. I actually think I delivered that baby. Thankfully, the selfishness of the OBGYN. Well, I, I got to say, I do have my lake house. I cannot wait to go there. I'm currently at my beach house. And the lack of perspective of the lonely bureaucrat. The guy might die, but on the other hand, you can really share special moments together that I might remember for the rest of my life. Right now, I, I technically am engaged to five different men, and I hope at least one of them lives. That's, that's really what I'm going for, just one. I only need one. Are vastly outweighed by the tireless work of most medical professionals. Oh, I'm awake! Trying to balance realism and hope. Um, I think we're going to get through this together. Also, if you have any, um, any relationships that have been broken, now might be a good time to try to mend those relationships. Try to make, try to make good with the people that um, you may have heard in the past. With everybody helping out where they can. Powder egg, Andy powder potato um they have the nutritional values on the side of the box that they could look at and do what they can to get by <sighs> i i prescribed myself some oxydave so i'm doing swell and even if their efforts are better intentioned than they are useful i think it's very clear the problem is they're not reading enough and even when those well-intentioned efforts are completely counterproductive, we're gonna tear the hospital walls down with the love of Jesus. We try our best to understand what they're going through, even if their patients don't. Everybody in the hospital was crying. I was so surprised they would do that over just one baby's birth in the hallway. It was, it was crazy. Everybody was crying and then we left the hospital and everybody else was crying on our way home. All of our neighbors were crying. It was a beautiful thing to see everybody crying over our baby. Because ultimately what I'm left with are two enduring statements from Nurse Jeff Helvey. One that inspired me. I'm in it till the end. And one that kind of freaked me out a little bit. What's your blood type? Thank you for listening to Barely Audible Whisper Presents Improvised Feature. Featuring my good friends at Whole World Theater. Chip Powell, Connolly Crow, Jackson Stewart, John Dorado, John Mahalik, Michael Bono, Pearl Oppenheimer, Scoop Dawson, and Serena Williams. Please check out Whole World Theater's website. Please check out our website. Please catch up with our weekly program as well as our daily parodies of President Trump's daily news brief entitled America's on Fireside Chats. We appreciate your support.